0: Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday. It is April 19th. And today we are in Mark chapter 9 once again with another very well known story. But before we begin, it's Monday, so our prayer for today comes from lifting up our hearts, prayers from John Calvin. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that as you invite us daily with so much kindness and love, and make known to us your paternal goodwill, which you did show to us in Christ your Son, grant that being allured by your goodness, we may surrender ourselves wholly to you and become so teachable and submissive that wherever you guide us by your Spirit, you may follow us with every blessing. Let us not in the meantime be deaf to your warnings, and whenever we deviate from the right way, grant that we may immediately awake when you warn us and return to the right path. And may we also know that you embrace us and reconcile us to yourself through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right. As I said, we are in chapter 9 of Mark today. We will be reading from verse 14 down to verse So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him, and when the Spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out. And the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Well, this passage is a little bit longer than some of the other passages that we have been looking at, and it is very unique, but we see some themes repeating themselves and that's what we're going to really see as we look into this passage a little bit today well the story is pretty straightforward this man brings his son who is having issues with a demon to the disciples and they are unable to cast this demon out and so Jesus comes and he is he it's interesting he uh, kind of... Has something to say here. Let me scroll back up here. That that is kind of intense, right? Oh, faithless generation! How long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Well, Jesus is uh, seeing the lack of faith from these people in this story, and so they bring the child to Jesus, and he asks some questions. This boy has had this demon uh, issue since childhood. And it's extreme. Like I said, this is an interesting story. Uh, The demon would even throw him into water and fire, trying to destroy him. And so this man says, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus says, if you can, if you can, you know, he's saying, I can, you have to have belief. And he says, All things are possible for one who believes. Now, Jesus is not saying here that if I believe that I can fly, I'm going to fly. That is not what is going on. He's saying that all the things that pertain to his his domain, for lack of a better way of putting it, the things that he is in charge of, the things that that matter, uh, when we put our faith in that, it is possible that God will answer our prayers. And so this man has an amazing response here. He says, I believe, help my unbelief. Now, isn't that an amazing response? And I'm guessing you feel that response when you've read that before, or as I even read it today, you're like, yeah, I can relate with this guy. I I believe, but I need help with my unbelief. I want to believe more. I want to have the faith that Jesus is talking about here. I want to completely trust that all things are possible through him, that he is going to save me as he promises. He wants to believe more. He does believe, but he wants help with his unbelief. And so Jesus does just that. He commands the spirit to come out of him and the boy convulses and he's, He's uh, stiff like a corpse. And so the people are saying, oh oh boy, he's dead. But Jesus does what we've seen him before. He takes the child by the hand and he rises. And so this is another story of Jesus having power over the unclean spirits, of Jesus being the one who is in charge. Jesus is who he claims to be. He is the one that was promised. He is the Messiah. But yet, the theme that we see reoccurring here is the unbelief of the disciples. The disciples, they're there, but they're not quite there, right? They believe, but they need help. Hmm, does that sound like the man in the story? The story here is that the disciples are like this man. They believe, but... They need help with their unbelief. They're still not fully understanding the work of the Messiah. They're still not able to fully cast out this demon. They don't have what it takes, I guess you could say, to do that. And so they asked Jesus about that. Why couldn't we cast this out? And Jesus says, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Now, there's a lot of different uh, ideas of what that means. But I think the best explanation I've come across And the best way for us to understand this is that these disciples were not fully resting on Jesus and his power and his name to be the one. When we pray, we are saying to God, we are incapable of doing this on our own. We're surrendering this over to you. And so it's not likely that there was a kind of demon that was unlike other ones that Suddenly, this one you use for prayer or like this uh, other method where you just say the name of Jesus and the demon comes out, it's likely here that Jesus is saying, you need to rely on God. You need to rely on me. You need to stop trusting yourselves. You need to have faith because anything is possible when you believe. And so you need to have faith and prayer shows that reliance that we have on God. And so as we think about this story, I want to come back to verse 24. This line that this child or this man says, the father of the child says, I believe, help my unbelief. This is an excellent prayer for us every day. Lord, we believe. But we are going to come across things every day that are difficult for us. And we're going to have unbelief. And so, Lord, help us with our unbelief. And we have a sure, sure and certain confidence that he will do that because he has given us his Holy Spirit. We have his word. And those two things work in us to build us up in faith and to help our unbelief. We believe. And through the word and spirit, God continually helps our unbelief. And so may we step out into God's world today, confident that he will do this. May we believe and trust as we step out into the world that God, through his word and spirit, will help our unbelief today. So may we live in faith, in service to him. Let us go to prayer. Gracious God, we believe. Help our unbelief. Through your word and spirit, come to us today and build us up in faith that we might more graciously serve you and be a blessing to those around us. Today, we bring our prayers for your church around the world. We pray that we would be united through the message of the cross and that we would be reminded that we are a people brought together not by any earthly markers, but instead that we are a people from every tribe, tongue, and nation that is united in what Jesus has done for us in his death, resurrection, and ascension. We praise you for you are our helper and the one who upholds our lives. And we offer the sacrifice of our lives to you and give thanks to your name. You have delivered us from every trouble, and we know you as the God who saves. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. I hope you have an excellent start to your week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.